Welcome to A Feminist in Progress, the podcast that's confident it's not mas masahul pa sa hayop. I'm your host, Price, and in this episode, we're opening the vault to revisit one of my lectures from when I used to teach at a university. Yes, now that I'm living that post-academia life, now that I'm living as a recording Uh, a fun employment, as the kids would call it, like a phase in my life. And I'm actually thinking of talking about this in a future episode. So I thought I'd just share one of the, the lectures, one of the last lectures actually that I had. Only because it focused on gender and masculinity. Specifically for this episode, we'll be exploring a fascinating, if I say so for myself, a fascinating essay called Manly Spectacles, Manny Pacquiao and the Rise of the Postmodern Pinoy by Ruben Ramas Cañete. This essay was part of my discussions on gender and popular culture in my Philippine popular culture class, focusing on the book Masculinity, Media, and Their Publics in the Philippines which was already on the syllabus reading list. Well, at least that particular essay, only because there are too much essays in that book. And I don't know, there was something about that essay that I thought I found relevant, considering he, and by he, I mean Manny Pacquiao, is a public figure that, more or less my mostly Gen Z students were familiar with. And his is a fascinating story, as we'll explore later in this episode. But he's also a figure that embodies masculinity. He's, a, if I may make a Barbie comparison again, um, go listen to the Barbie episode if you haven't already, that he's a figure who's lived in a patriarchal society and it has embodied what I would call a traditional borderline toxic masculinity. And we'll know more about that when we talk about the essay in a bit. Now, if you've been following this podcast since season one, which is way back in 2021, you might remember our episode titled Not All Men where we delved into intellectual curiosities about masculinity as a social construct. Now, in this episode, we'll be taking a closer look at Manny Pacquiao, the iconic public figure of masculinity in the Philippines. Well, I wouldn't say he's the iconic, but he's I would say he's an iconic public figure. See, his public image revolves around notions of masculinity, And it's fascinating to examine how he's managed to intertwine his professional victories with politics and economics, creating a captivating narrative that captivates the Filipino and global imagination. As the essay quotes, Manny Pacquiao has transcended previous internationally awarded Filipino boxers, becoming a financially successful, God-fearing, humanely humble and violently pugilistic embodiment of the contemporary Filipino man. His story is tightly entangled with the networks of media culture and capital, 
shaping a spectacular image of manly manny. Before we delve further into Pacquiao's story, let's take a moment to understand the concept of postmodern masculinity. This modern approach challenges traditional gender roles, celebrates individuality, and blurs the boundaries between genders and sexual orientations. As R.W. Connell, who is cited in the essay, explains, masculinity is not a fixed idea. It's a social, political, and ideological framework constructed by dominant groups to justify control, oppression, and violence in the name of stability and justice. The monopoly of violence wielded through physical force or institutional organs like the police or military has been a central aspect of masculine domination. However, this also allows for diverse representations of masculinity in various social relations among men and other genders and sexualities. Manny Pacquiao's story represents a unique phenomenon in Philippine sports, media studies, and politics. Rising from the male underclass, he defied initial social and economic disadvantages to become a prominent figure in the economic heartland of the nation and even on a global scale. His journey has been an intriguing exploration of how media culture, finance, and publicity played a significant role in shaping his identity as the epitome of a, quote, manly Manny. Part 1. The Rise of Manny Pacquiao And side note, it's been a while since I've done this format of imitating video essays on YouTube. Ooh, should I venture into switching to doing that instead? Huh. Although I have been considering switching to Twitch. Anyway, Manny Pacquiao's story begins in humble circumstances. Growing up in poverty in the Philippines, as most people would know, However, his remarkable performances in the boxing ring led him to secure multiple world titles in various weight divisions. While the list of his achievements is quite extensive, we won't delve into all the details here because that's not what the episode is really about. Anyway, Pacquiao's success has garnered him considerable fame and admiration within the Philippines, making him an inspirational figure for many. He has become a symbol of hope, representing the values of perseverance and determination. One aspect that sets Pacquiao's rise to fame apart is how it challenges the notion that success in the Philippines is solely attainable for those with privileged access to resources and connection. He's not exactly what one would consider Uh, a nepo baby or at least he's not somebody who came from a wealthy well-connected family you know he's not an Aquino he's not a Coanco he's not a Marcos he's not an Ayala he's not a C you know he's not somebody who came from that he in a way built a name for himself and you know gotta give him that And as a Filipino underdog, he demonstrated that, you know, hard work and dedication can pave the way to greatness, leaving a significant impact on the Filipino public. So for most of his 
early boxing career, he really embodied this whole, I can do anything despite my circumstances, and if I can do it, so can you. Which, on the one hand, is okay, it's a common narrative that we have, yet sometimes I think such individualized narratives can perpetuate narratives that the solution to poverty is just a matter of hard work and perseverance. It's not a matter of systemic issues or systemic problems that a lot of us are actually quite up against. Anyway, part two, Pacquiao's construction of masculinity. Manny Pacquiao's image has long been associated with hypermasculinity, characterized by his imposing physicality and aggressive fighting style. As a world champion boxer, he's been idolized as an icon of masculinity in the Philippines, with his success attributed to sheer physical prowess and strength. However, delving deeper, we find a more intricate picture of Pacquiao's masculine identity. His foray into politics, though seemingly challenging traditional norms, raises questions about the sincerity of his advocacy for the marginalized. See, while he may advocate for the underprivileged, one must critically assess if his actions actually align with his rhetoric. Moreover, Pacquiao's devout religious beliefs add another layer of complexity to his masculinity. On the one hand, he speaks out against behaviors like gambling and extramarital affairs, which are often associated with traditional masculinity. Yet, this same devoutness has led to controversial statements and behaviors, raising concerns about his stance on the LGBTQ community and their rights, as well as other social issues. While some may argue that Pacquiao represents a multifaceted view of masculinity, it's essential to critically examine whether these aspects genuinely challenge traditional norms or merely serve as a selective veneer to maintain his public image. Part 3. The Influence of the Media The media has undeniably played a pivotal role in promoting and constructing Manny Pacquiao's image. Particularly, it has been instrumental in showcasing his boxing career, broadcasting his victories to a global audience, and elevating him to the status of a national and international sensation. Television and internet coverage of Pacquiao's fights have enabled fans worldwide to witness his impressive boxing skills, witnessing his ascent to the pinnacle of the sport. As a result, media exposure has significantly contributed to his popularity, solidifying him as a symbol of national pride in the Philippines. Nonetheless, media coverage of Pacquiao has not been without criticism. It has been accused of perpetuating traditional gender roles by promoting a hyper-masculine image of Pacquiao, emphasizing his physical strength and aggression, while overlooking his softer, compassionate side reinforces the narrow notion that masculinity is solely defined by physical prowess, sidelining other aspects of his character and identity. Beyond his boxing career, the media has also influenced the public perceptions of Pacquiao's political views and religious beliefs. Coverage of his political endeavors and religious convictions has played a role in shaping public opinion, 
contributing to his popularity as both a political figure and a religious leader. Speaking of Pacquiao's political career, the essay lengthily quotes Pacquiao himself, who in his memoir said about his rationality for his entry to political office, and I quote, To most people, I am a philanthropic boxing champion. But being a boxing champion and a philanthropist isn't enough for me because there are too many people who need help. These same young men and women are struggling each night to find their supper while keeping their dreams alive. These are boys and girls who years ago could have been my twins. They are thin, hungry, but hopeful. There was no way I could help every single one of them in my position as a boxer. I knew there had to be a better way to reach and work for all the people. Over the years, friends and supporters suggested that someday I run for political office and effect a sweeping and lasting change for my countrymen. I knew that someday must come sooner rather than later. For my people, we don't have the luxury of time. Their tomorrow needs action right away. And my running for political office is the only solution for me to help them. End quote. To that I respond, sure, Jan. <laughs> okay, in response to this quote, No Kanyete savagely writes, quote, For Pacquiao, thus, boxing is only an aspect, though a very significant aspect, of the total person he is representing to his public. This representation plays into the traditional models of patriarchy that circumscribe masculine behavior. That he, endowed with the fighting spirit of a male warrior, and imbued by the certainty of heterosexual identity through his marriage to an attractive wife, blessed with two sons and two daughters that give credence to his paternal capacity, is the only person capable of solving these intractable social problems through the bottomless charitable capacity of political office and the seemingly magisterial solutions that are possible once one enters and negotiates the apparatus of elite political power. End quote. So savage. <laughs> Part 4. The Impact on Filipino Society Manny Pacquiao has been idolized as a symbol of hope and inspiration for many Filipinos, particularly those from underprivileged backgrounds who see in him a reflection of their struggle and aspirations. While his story is undeniably compelling, it's crucial to analyze whether his narrative is overly idealized, potentially obscuring the realities faced by millions of others in similar circumstances. Pacquiao's success challenges traditional beliefs about success and access to resources in the Philippines. As a Filipino underdog who defied the odds through unwavering determination and hard work, his story deeply resonates with the Filipino public, encouraging a new generation to pursue their dreams relentlessly. And while his story is undeniably compelling, it's crucial to analyze his narrative as overly idealized, potentially obscuring the realities faced by millions of others in similar circumstances. His fairy tale rags to riches tale is 
irresistibly appealing to a majority of Filipinos who once shared the same social inequalities and material poverty. Pacquiao's impact extends beyond his boxing career as a member of the Philippine Congress and Senate and a devout Christian. He advocates for the interests of the poor and marginalized and raises his voice on critical issues like poverty, education, and healthcare, challenging conventional notions of masculinity that are narrowly focused on physical strength and aggression. Instead, he highlights the importance of compassion and empathy in shaping a masculine identity. Pacquiao's popularity has not only inspired his fellow Filipinos, but also put the Philippines in the global spotlight, showcasing the country's resilience, determination, and fighting spirit. He has garnered attention and admiration worldwide, fostering a sense of unity and shared identity among Filipinos, both at home and abroad. His fairytale story of rags to riches may be undeniably appealing, but it's essential to recognize that the majority of Filipinos still endure f- social inequalities and material poverty. Elevating Pacquiao as a singular representation of success could inadvertently overshadow the broader systemic issues that continue to plague the nation. And as we explore Pacquiao's impact on Filipino society, it's vital to question how his construction of masculinity influences societal expectations and norms. While he challenges certain traditional notions of masculinity by advocating for the poor and marginalized, media portrayal of his hyper-masculine boxing persona might inadvertently reinforce stereotypes that undermine broader discussions on diverse expressions of masculinity. Part 5. Pacquiao's Remarks About the LGBTQ Plus Community and the Backlash In an interview with a local TV station in 2016, Pacquiao, known for his devout religious beliefs, was asked for his opinion on same-sex marriage. Unfortunately, his response was highly inflammatory, stating that same-sex marriage was worse than animals and degrading people in same-sex relationships as Quote, mas masahol pa sa hayop. Those were his exact words in Filipino. He's just saying, you know, gay people are worse than animals. Pacquiao's comments ignited widespread outrage, duh, particularly from the LGBT plus community and their allies. Many saw his words deeply dehumanizing and discriminatory, prompting a wave of anger and disappointment. Social media platforms became flooded with expressions of dissent, with the hashtag Pray for Manny Pacquiao trending on Twitter, which is now known as X. <laughs> Even prominent figures like former MMA star Ronda Rousey, now soon to be a former pro wrestler, <laughs> well, she publicly criticized Pacquiao's remarks. Rousey questioned the use of religion to justify discrimination against the LGBTQ community, emphasizing that there is no thou shall not be gay. And actually more recently, as early as 2023, pro-wrestler turned actor and Filipino-American icon Dave Batista made headlines for indirectly addressing Spakao's bigotry during an interview with GQ magazine. He discussed covering a tattoo that once honored a friend whom he revealed to be an, quote, extreme homophobe. 
Bautista's personal connection to the issue with his mother being a lesbian contributed to his decision to distance himself from that individual, whom many speculated as Pacquiao himself. It's not just the LGBTQ community, as far as I know, that you know Pacquiao was kind of quite against. In fact, I'm looking right now at a 2021 article from the Philippine Inquirer that says Pacquiao won't support proposals to push divorce in the Philippines. No surprise there. And I'll try translating his quote here where he said he's against divorce because, you know, people who are married have been united by God or by the Lord. And he's also, again, invoking the Bible, which says, you know, what has what God has joined together, let man not separate. He says, or he finds marriage to be sacred so a lot of his points of view when it comes to political issues it tends to be anchored towards his religious beliefs he used his power you know as a cisgender straight rich man in order to oppress others you know he has become the very thing he was fighting against which was you know he became the person who was marginalizing others. You know, he was all about, you know, championing poor people and whatnot. But in the end, he was the one who used his political power to oppress others. <laughs> Conclusion. And this is just me concluding things. So, you know, Pacquiao's story as a Filipino underdog, overcoming challenges through sheer determination and hard work, has, you know, undeniably inspired a new generation of Filipinos to pursue their dreams and strive for success. One of them, of course, being Hidalin Diaz, Olympic weightlifting champion Hidalin Diaz, has been quoted as citing Manny Pacquiao as an inspiration for her own athletic pursuits. So, of course, okay, we cannot deny that he was inspirational to a lot of Filipinos. You know, his journey challenges traditional notions of success and access to resources here in the Philippines. He didn't come from a rich family. He's not from Manila. And okay, yes, I'll give it to him that he offered hope to those facing adversity. However, it's essential to critically assess the impact of his construction of masculinity. While his success challenges certain norms, it simultaneously perpetuates traditional gender roles that emphasize physical strength and aggression as defining aspects of identity. This narrow view may inadvertently undermine the diverse experiences of masculinity and perpetuate harmful stereotypes. Pacquiao's anti-gay remarks and use of his political position to marginalize the LGBTQ community further complicates his impact. These actions position him as a man of privilege, using his position to oppress others, undermining the sense of inspiration that his journey might evoke. In conclusion, his impact on Filipino society is complex. His popularity has brought attention to the Philippines on a global scale, contributing to national pride and a shared sense of identity among Filipinos. Well, mostly Filipino-Americans, but... We're not going to go there. However, it's crucial to acknowledge the dual nature of his influence, both inspiring 
and concerning as the actions and remarks reflect the intertwining of power, privilege, and personal beliefs. As I remember ending my lecture on this topic, I said that reading the essay and preparing for the lecture allowed me to realize the complexity of Pacquiao's character. He was undeniably an inspiration to many proud Filipinos, but his recent public image highlights the power he holds and the potential harms of perpetuating psychological patriarchy through his religiously influenced political decisions. He is, in a way, an embodiment of you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And unfortunately, I see Pacquiao as a villain. No. Anybody who uses their political position to oppress others, especially those from marginalized communities, when you yourself have come from a marginalized community, that to me is a villain. Thanks for joining me in this episode of A Feminist in Progress. If you want to support the show, you can see the details in the episode description. But one of the ways that you can support the show is by sharing, rating, reviewing, following us on Instagram at Feminist in Progress Pod, or even on Threads. But if you want to financially support this independently produced podcast, you can do so via paypal.me slash feminist in progress or the GCash details that are in the episode description. Until then, be a champion in your own way without being a dick to others.